podcast. The Green Bay Outdoors is also an internationally syndicated TV show on Pursuit Channel and Wild TV. You are now tuned into our weekly podcast hosted by executive producer Kyle Green, production coordinator Jeff Hutchinson, director AJ Beadle, and creative producer Ryan Parks. We live in a world where our natural resources are almost solely protected by funds raised by hunters and fishermen, with over 60% of those funds coming from white males over the age of 55. The Green Bay Outdoors team has set out on a mission to create content that would inspire millennials, Generation Z, and new sportsmen and women to get out, hunt, fish, and contribute towards conservation and the betterment of our planet. Welcome to the Green Bay Outdoors. Hello and welcome to episode 12. 12? 12. 12. The dirty dozen of the Greenway Out- <laughs> the Greenway Outdoors. I am Kyle. I'm Jeff, but I don't know if I want we can't to be hear you, Jeff. I like that we can't hear you, but we can't hear you. <laughs> what was that? I said I'm Jeff. And he leans into the mic then talks quiet. Yeah, right? that, yeah, he's like well, I don't want to yell. What? Welcome to NPR. This is uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hello Talk. <laughs> Move on. Okay. AJ introduce yourself. Yeah. It's AJ and Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hi. Jeff, my water only... spilled everywhere in this. Wow. <laughs> you spilled? Yeah. You spilled? Made a mess? Jeff, the kid want, that we bring with us. half my uptime? <laughs> I want half of your non-disclosed drink that hasn't sponsored us yet. <sighs> I like it. It's there pretty tasty. Next week's episode is going to be walleye, and it was on the Detroit River, which is kind of cool because our hometown is Detroit, Michigan. And eh, yours. what is ours? Ryan and AJ get like super. To like, be clear, we're not doing a podcast from the Detroit River. <laughs> is that what it's I said? It's a TV show. <laughs> you just said next episode. Oh, coming from so. the TV show here. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. uh, <laughs> that is what we do. That's yeah. why we're here. The Grimmy Outdoors TV show will yeah. be next week airing on Pursuit Channel. Will be the Detroit River Walleye. It was a weird episode because it was such nice weather, Brilliant. Um, which is weird for us. 60 degrees, sunny. 68. At, Six, excuse me. I was in a t-shirt and I was comfortable. It was perfect. I yeah. mean, couldn't have been better. Light wind. I had a sweatshirt on and I was cold. Yeah, but that's, that's because normal. you had just cut all your hair off. That is true. That was the, extreme that was the last time you cut yeah, off all your hair. Right. That, I remember that because yeah. I pulled up and I was like, because that was the first time I'd ever seen you with short hair. And I was like, looked at him and I'm like, who, I know him, but I don't. Who that is? <laughs> who that is? Who that is? <laughs> New haircut, who this? <laughs> <laughs> and that was also the first time I met Jeremy. Yeah. And Kimber. Yeah, Kimber. <laughs> I, I want it to be known that I remembered specifically that was the last time he cut his hair because I have a weird fascination with hating when you cut your hair. All two you know? times? Yeah. yeah. Well, you get so angry it's about like, it. Oh. I know, you do. It's yeah. Like slapping God in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like the bitterness over your thinning hair. Yeah. We, we covered this last episode, but thanks for bringing it up again. <laughs> yeah. I wanted, I wanted to make sure for those who didn't tune into other episodes that they knew that your hair was still thinning. You know what I mean? Like they You can it. almost hear it. Right. <laughs> nice. you no, no, you're gonna be a hat guy. Speaking of which, um, we're finishing up the final designs for the first run of the Green Bay Outdoors merchandise. Ooh. So we're gonna have shirts and hats and stuff like that. And bring uh, money. Bring money. <laughs> yeah, send money. Um, and the cool thing about those is we are going to be uh, selling them on our website, and the hats and the shirts and the um, polos, and it's going to be pretty cool. But Jeff can be a hat guy from then on out. Which I am nice. That's fine. the most excited person here about that. I've been begging for clothes for a I while. I know. Right. Actually, you really have been. You've been pushing for it. We, we've gotten several rounds of clothing now, but uh, I've given all of them away at this I point. I haven't seen so one we, in the two years I've been with you guys. I've been here for a year. You're pushing seen three. A single You're pushing three. Oh, you got you got stuff in that round with. Um... That was when we got free clothes that were from a company that has nothing to do with Greenway Outdoors logoed stuff. Oh, but I'm talking about anything logoed or not. It's all it's all gone. I don't it really was have gone any before I joined. <laughs> my mom just texted me. I saw it on my watch. Be nice to Jeff. Be nice to Jeff. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, no. No. Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Parks thinks because she's so hot, she can tell us what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out, Lauren. Shout out. (laughs) We're not taking real-time comments. You know. (laughs) Bouncing back to the actual. Get out of our heads. The uh, the walleye episode. It's it's a pretty exciting episode because we slay the fish. I mean, we uh, which doesn't happen. Fishing with Jeremy Ullman, and we got a three-man limit of 18 walleye. We've got a sizzle reel preview that I want to show you. So we're gonna go ahead and roll that right now. There's Kimber. Limber Kimber. 
Jeff on his phone. Of course. Instead of. I better whoa, buy whoa, my whoa, fishing whoa, license. Whoa, 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 I better buy my fishing license right now since we're out here. That's what it was. You're gonna talk to me about being on my phone? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I did that with every fish ever. They had the same teeth. Yeah. Jeff and the fish. <laughs> no, so I, nice? Yeah, yeah. that walleye had gorgeous chompers. <laughs> Beautiful chiclets. Don't they have teeth? Yeah, they, yeah, they have got they good do, teeth. They've got aggressive little needle teeth. In one of the clips, um, I'm, I'm holding it, and Jeff goes, go ahead and lip that fish. You know, I grab it by the lip with your thumb. He goes, lip it. Lip it, lip it, and I cut it because he was yelling it so loud that it peaked. Lip it! It, peaked, it peaked the microphones. I was like, "Shut up!" So I had to. Like, <laughs> so there's like music in that spot. Remember when uh, we were, uh, what were we doing? Hunting or fishing, probably. We were f- probably. Yeah, probably no, not. we were in Oklahoma um, catching the catfish with Brian Baker, and he was telling you to lip it. He said, "Just." Just do it. Hold it by the lip. Yeah, Hold Brian it. told Hold me to lip it. And I was like, I was like, I don't remember ever seeing a picture where people lipped catfish unless they had gloves on <laughs> yeah. and they were noodling for catfish. But I'm like, I'll give her a gander. So I stick, I stick my finger in. But my give th- her a gander. Yeah, that's like a cool thing to say. All the kids are saying it. Yeah, read a book. Oh, yeah, okay. This is why no one likes you. So I put my thumb in. <laughs> Mrs. Parks is like, be nice, Kyle. Um, she she texts me. Too. Who says no, give her a gander? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I put my thumb in. And uh, um, the, like the pads, like they got they got teeth. That, I was gonna say, and then stories they, they, they got like micro yeah, sandpaper it's like teeth, sandpaper. Like but it's tongue. But I was bleeding, so it hurt. Yeah. But you yeah, were? yeah, oh yeah, because they they twisted. I mean, I'm trying to hold them with just my thumbs. Think about it. I was bleeding when we were noodling, and I was using my whole hand with gloves on. So you can imagine, I'm probably gonna bleed when I stick my thumb in. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna get it that now, way. Do you lip catfish on a monthly basis? Then I would assume. I uh, um. I don't. Um, I don't. I don't get why you're saying no. that. No, neither do I. You, you bleed on a monthly basis. That's making a, uh, you're, you're a girl whoa. joke. Oh, wow. A period Damn. girl joke. Wow. Damn. G-rated, G-rated, G-rated. Uh, but anyhow. Um, we can't make those comments. Yeah, I don't think. I, I don't know. I, I think it's okay. Hey, hey I was I not here. So. <laughs> one week, and you just decided it was okay to start swearing. I swore once, <laughs> and it was with good measure, and I didn't mean to. Yeah, it was a little... And, and we're sorry. Yeah, Ryan's eyes were this big, and his dad was here. I don't care. Good, I hope in people front go of back Jeff? and find it. In front of Jeff. <sighs> Jeff, speaking of um, ridiculous things that have to do with you, uh, you were trying to trap a muskrat for us because um, all of the meat and pelts that we got in the episode from the muskrat episode, we have to film the cooking... Mm-hmm. And the meat and pelts were either donated or consumed already. Well, I thought the cook it, but then we ended up not being able to cook it. So then I just ate it myself. Mm-hmm. So then we had to catch another one. Fish. Yeah, it thought I couldn't. I can't freeze. Why I'm his only friend. He can only afford one at this rate. But go so, ahead. I don't think I want more than one after the experience. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, so yeah, I went out. I've got a creek in my backyard, and I went out and um, per Ray's advice from Hot Shot Outfitters, I set up some traps. Uh, didn't catch anything. Didn't you catch got a little anything. creek back there, right? Yeah, little. Uh, it's like give us the setting. Eight to ten Set foot wide in Immerse some us. places. Uh, it's about anywhere from mid shin to waist deep, depending on where you go. Is there fish um, in there? Yeah. What? Yeah, there's you like fish in your backyard. There's mostly chubs. It's not like a big. Chubs. It's like a little. It's about the size of some of the 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 rivers that we fish, but it's a creek. It's not. Do you swim not in that it? exciting. Uh, you can. I I haven't swam in it. I've waded in it. <laughs> There's probably so many leeches. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's nice sand bottom. Wow, oh, that kind of sounds fun. Yeah, but cool there's a lot of little backyard. dams, so I so there's little muskrats all over the place. So I figure, well, I'll try to trap some in my backyard. So I set some up. Didn't catch anything. So I call Ray. I said, "Is there anything else you can do besides find the little path, like we did when we were muskrat trapping in those ditches?" Um, and he said, "What you can do is look for." Somewhere where a tree has either fallen or there's a big branch that, like, spans the gap of the creek. Mm-hmm. And there was one right by the corner of my property. So I went over there. And uh, he said, what you do is you set up a little foothold trap on the thing that goes across. And then when they get on there to walk across, you catch them. Okay. Like, oh, okay. So just like Seems logical. most of the other traps. Um, so I set it out there. And you got to check them. I think technically every 48 hours, but I check them every day just to play safe because I don't want to leave something out there. Sure. Um, and there's nothing, nothing, nothing. It had been, it's been a while. There's nothing on it. Every day you're checking it. And then I go out another day, and it's gone. 
Like, what do you mean it's gone? It was just gone. The, the trap? Whole tra- trap? Yeah, whole trap was gone. I was like, oh, trap that's game. too bad. Because I, like, I attached it to the tree, so it should still be there. Well, it had slidden down under the water. Slidden. Yeah. Slid down under nice the water. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm going to get you for that. <laughs> um, <I'm> stupid. <laughs> um, it, had, it had slid down in the water, and you couldn't see it, and it just started to freeze. Mm-hmm. So it just looked like it was going to go in there with waders. And uh, there was a fox. So, really? You caught a fox? Yeah. So uh, I feel like this would have come up sooner. Wow. Yeah. I think we got a picture of it. Yeah, so a I, few of I them put it in the folder to see if maybe we might be able to get it. Nice. Um, got a fox. Yeah, but it's a so it's an incidental catch. Um, what I, happens I called, in incidental catches? Because you caught him with a muskrat trap. Just, yeah. So it, so let me get this straight though. He got caught in the trap, mm-hmm. but that I mean a muskrat trap kills muskrats because it swats them. Mm-hmm. But this this because it what what kind of trap was it? It's a little foothold trap. It's a I think it's a number two. It's one of the smallest foothold traps. All it is is just smooth on both sides. You can't use the ones with little teeth. Okay, like but you th- think of when you think of yeah, a bear but, trap. But that trap would be enough to kill a muskrat. Oh, yeah. Okay, but with a fox, that isn't going to kill it. So what happened? Mm, it got, it hit its leg, and then it went under and drowned. Oh, so it went in the water. Yeah. The cold water. Yeah, and it, it froze oh, It, it froze over because I couldn't find it because it was under the ice. At night? Yeah. So it was open water one day. The next morning, it's uh-huh. ice. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. So kind of, you know, disappointing, but at the same time, really exciting. I got a fox. So, so what, I, what about the legalities of that, considering I don't know. we're recording I, a podcast I, right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, I called the DNR because incidentals are part of trapping. You, sure. You're going to get them every once in a while. Um, so I called the DNR. Lucky he wasn't alive yeah. and angry. <laughs> um, so I called the DNR, and uh, I'm in the process of figuring out what to do with it, whether I need an incidental tag. I know that's a thing. Um, but everyone was, has been out of the office. The lead trapping guy has been out of the office. Who did you the all biologist. call? biologist. There's a guy named uh, Terry. I didn't mean names. I meant titles. Oh, uh, the head of the local DNR office, uh, the local biologist. And, you called um, all these people, didn't mm-hmm. you? Yeah. This is why you're yeah, in charge yeah. of buying our Because I was like, I want to make sure that whatever I do, whatever I end up doing with it is legal. I don't want to do anything wrong. You right. Know? Um, and not like I can just, <laughs> sorry, buddy, go back out into nature. You know, like, <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> I want to I at least utilize them. But like we've talked about, sometimes you can't. So I want to know yeah. if I can utilize them or not. That's actually so, pretty cool. Yeah. That to get a fox, pretty big. Your first fox, too, mm-hmm. by far. Yeah. Weird thing was it had a dog collar on it. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, did not, it did not. It did not. Foxy. Yeah. <laughs> His name was Patches. No, it wasn't. Oh, Hulahan. <laughs> Hulahan. I want to name a dog Hulahan. Spoon and Hulahan. <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> um, yeah. What What are your plans if you you can utilize it? Which I think you'll be able to. I do, I want to try to eat it just because we Ugh. eat. Jeez. Everything we get, anything you soak in milk is, you know, any meat you soak in milk is fine. You should try, um... I'm not going to say anything. You should try salt water. Yeah. Have you tried that? Well, I haven't Well, I haven't tried anything yet because it's still I mean, not with my cross, He said that, Ryan. He doesn't know if he can keep it yet. <laughs> um, but, but my plan is to try um, probably salt water first, s- try a little bit of it, and if it's still gamey, then either do more salt water or switch over to milk. Do a combination. The other two. thing is, like, what can you do so it doesn't taste like what fox tastes like? What does fox taste like? <laughs> Probably not good. Probably not good. <laughs> really? I, I'd, I'd guess just the opposite. Really? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of canines are known for being tasty. I mean, I mean like, eat, on the other eat, side of the world, they, they, eat, they are. You eat a lot of Chinese countries. food, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I do. It's yeah. great. And you guys it, love Japanese food. I mean, and everything's I'm sure it has to taste <laughs> at least mildly good. And it's the only reason we don't eat it is because it's taboo. Because, oh, that is true. Every time we try something, that remember when we tried crows? Yeah. And then it like wasn't bad. I liked that. that was one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. crow was actually tasty. So I, yeah. you it's know, raccoon was the best meat, one of the best meats we've made so far. That's true. Cleaning it, I did not think that was going to be the case because it was a weird fat jelly donut. You know what? We'll, and I don't we'll, like I don't like jelly donuts custard, to start. Custard. I love them. There was so much fat in that meat. Uh, like it was in between ah. the muscle groups. It was, How'd ah. you separate it again? Huh? How'd you separate it? Then you have to ground it. I well, no, like he normally, was a knife worker. That normally, day. <laughs> you just you, like you can separate the joints and then pull it out and whatever. Most animals we get, there's just muscle, and then there's fat on top of the muscle. If it has fat, you cut that away and that's it. But this one, I, I cut it open. And I'm like, the leg is very <laughs> well pliable. Number one, but then it was kind of mushy. And I go to I separate two of the muscle groups, and there was fat in there. Like, it was like extreme. Marbling. So then, as I start pulling it, there's more fat and more fat. I'm like, you good. 
You got to get rid of all of it. He yeah. was he was gonna start a diet, New Year and New Me, but he just wasn't there yet. Okay. Well, they they take whole raccoons and they uh, grill them, and you just you take let like, it render like, spit them. yeah and slow it, and it's steady, super greasy, and all the fat just comes out. Well, it doesn't come out, but it, I genuinely, genuinely liked the raccoon. Did you yeah. like it, AJ? I did. Yeah, which is weird because AJ doesn't like anything. mango habanero. <laughs> mango, mango. what's a mango? <laughs> Do you think he watches our podcast and goes, man, they mimic me like every other week? <laughs> they loved me. Yeah, that was he's he's still, I, you know what? I never did. I still got to send him a label so we can get your uh, your fishing rod back. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's <laughs> not like you're using it right now. It's my best rod and reel. Yeah. He might as well get some use out of it. Please get it back. <laughs> I left it on the boat. Jeez. I forgot about that. we did Peacock Pass. And we didn't find, uh, we didn't remember until after we were back. No, no, I remembered was... one hour into the drive home. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it was like several hours away. So Remember, because no... we were on the expressway and I hit the brakes and you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> we're out. We're going to go back. <laughs> um, I enjoy, honestly, out of all the segments we do, it's probably the philosophical questions. And uh, Ryan came up with a really good one this week. And it was, if you hit a deer with a vehicle, is it humane not to harvest the deer? It's so, inhumane. Yeah, stupid. Well, it, you could technically, <laughs> is it humane, is it? Inhumane. I mean, you could argue either way because it's one or the other. So technically, that word could have been used. Okay. Either way. I don't think he even knows what a philosophical question is. <laughs> <laughs> he just start dogging me. What an idiot! No. Um. But going into that, I know that up until recently, the laws have changed where the 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 what you were able to do with roadkill and hitting a deer and how that worked. Um, Ryan, why don't you dive into this a little bit, considering you're the one that put this together. Why don't you dive right into it? Dive I'll in. dive right in. Take a deep dive. dive. So I don't. I guess I want to know your guys' opinions on what, like, throws it right you, back at us. Well, do you, do you think we have a responsibility when you if you hit a deer, if you can, do you think you should harvest it? Oh, I, I, sure. I would mainly because I like to see everyone else's face in the car be squirmish when you're collecting roadkill. Some some people will will take other people's roadkill. I would have to know. That'd be weird. I got yeah. Either either I'd have to like say I'm driving to the office and it's cold out. And there's nothing there on the road. And then on my way home. What a scenario. Two hours later, it's on the road. So I know it's been hit in the last two hours. It's sitting in the cold, so it didn't go bad. I'd always, Maybe I'd think I'd always it. doubt, like, did I miss it on the front? Yeah. Did I miss it on the drive-in? It would have did to be I in the middle, <laughs> middle of the road. Mid, middle of the road. Middle like, of the road means it was just hit. Yeah. I feel like you only get a small window if it's not you, if you didn't hit it. I've got yeah. a, just deep, for me I've got a deeper own. philosophical question right out of the gate to start on this main topic. How do all of the road kills end up on the side of the road? They get from the city. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, who's, every, who's doing that? Who's, every, who's dragging them to the side of the yeah, road? No, every raccoons pos No, 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 no. No one's getting out and being like, let's get this coon over to the side. He's going to ruin the streets. I no. think so. No, well, I, it must be, but no, I'm no. asking, how does it happen? I think that every. What is that? Oh, goo, goo, goo. And then people hit it, and then the next person hits it, and every time they hit it, it just kind of moves. No. Not no. that it's alive anymore. Because sometimes it, it would move the opposite direction. It, sure. But eventually it would get to one side or the other. But they're always already there. If your philosophy was correct, you're talking about at least a day or a two possum. process, which means I would have seen more in the middle of the road, and I haven't. I've seen plenty in the middle of the road. You know you, what? The only ones live, I see in the middle of the road? Where do you live? I live in Davison. No, I don't. On a dirt road? No, I got people knocking on my doors and stuff. Um, you live on a dirt road where people I live right by dirt all the time? Yeah. Yeah. No. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I live near it. You know what the Kinda. only you know what the only animal though you you do see in the middle of the road and never is moved? Squirrel. Skunk. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They're always in the middle still. Yeah. So I, that really knocks a hole in your stupid theory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not like you living out in Davisburg. <laughs> yeah. Just keep switching it until people forget where I live. Well, to, to go back Ohio. To yeah. go back to your, your question, Ryan. In California, did, where we're <laughs> didn't you have a scenario where you were with someone that did that or uh, I've been there's been a few. There was a story you told me about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's a couple. This has happened a couple of times where someone's called us, like from our church or something, and we're not like weird people because it is kind of a weird thing to do. Yeah, back, I like any, <laughs> any story people. that you have to start with. We're not weird, I swear. <laughs> yeah. but, we're not. But <laughs> it means you're weird. It's not like we're fighting for food, but I think if you have the opportunity to get the deer, why not? Oh yeah, okay. So I was in my junior year of high school. Yeah, my junior year of high school, and me and my girlfriend, ex-girlfriend now. At the time. Girlfriend at the time. We left the game to go back home because my brother was in town. So we're driving back to my house, and 
on our way back, I kind of live out of town on some backish roads, and very mysterious backish, yeah, backish yeah. roads. And uh, she, my girlfriend, was driving, and she nailed the deer, just annihilated this deer. And we pull off to the side really of the funny, road. Ryan. Is it like a, like a half jelly immediately dead? Half it, it was immediately dead. I don't know. It, half jelly? I never heard that. pretty funny. Have you hit Tube a deer hard paste? enough? The impact, like, uh, I don't know if it, it... Yeah, that side of its body will, like, clot. Gel- gelatinizes that nice. half of the... The meat's basically Gelatinese. no good at that point. Yeah. Unless you're into, the like, deer can savory get. jello, maybe. But, uh, Mince meat. Yeah. <laughs> That's where jello comes from. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, kinda. So, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> She hit the deer, I, and then I say, okay, pull off the road, and we kind of pulled into the like, entrance of this subdivision, and I turn on the hazards, and I get out, and I'm looking at the truck, the front of the truck. I'm like, whoa, this is bad. The front of the truck was pretty messed up, and she gets out, and she looks at it, and then she, she starts crying. I'm like, it's okay. We, you can fix it. It'll be all right. I mean, it, it shouldn't be too expensive to fix, <laughs> even though probably was a decent amount of money i was just trying to be nice yeah. but she's she just she's like no that's not why i'm crying i'm like why are you crying i killed the deer and i'm like oh okay mm. you're like well, i do that all the time <laughs> yeah that's pretty much what i was thinking i was like okay well it's dead i mean it didn't suffer that thing was yeah. dead, on, dead on impact before it hit the ground but so i called up my i wish i had the picture i should have put that in here we had our faces painted and everything from this homecoming game. Half my face was black, half was orange. I know. I was like, what are you, <laughs> Rambo? What is wrong with you? No. We were in all our Fenton stuff and half black, half orange. In and case I, any episode mean, ever, did we tell everybody where we live? You mean Ferris? We have Ferris, Ohio? <laughs> yeah. You mean California? We just tell everybody where we live. Sorry. It's Funny okay. thing is I it's actually okay. live in Ohio. <laughs> Keep going, Ryan. Sorry. Um, so I call up my dad. And my brother, and they come with my car. Your brother was in town? Yeah, that's why we left the game. Part of the story. That's cool. And uh, Have I met your brother? No. No, he lives in Washington. I talk to him like every day, though. Yeah, you do. I I feel like that's weird. Why? I would consider him a better friend to me than you. (laughs) Yeah. I just want that to be (laughs) known. I can finally pass you off? Yes. To Richard. It's a long-distance friendship. I'll see you guys later. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) We go potty. Um... Yeah, so they, they come with the car, and we're looking at it, and we're like, this is probably salvageable. And we throw it in the back of my car, and then we deliver the truck back. What was to... it? Wasn't it a buck? It was a buck. Yeah. Oh, I forgot this part of the yeah, story, Yeah, that's the too. best part of the story. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we, I bring my girlfriend back to her house, and then from there we get pictures with the deer. At this point, she's not crying anymore. Are you doing like the... Yeah, in the back of my car, she's like holding up the head, and there's pictures of us together holding up the head. With the antlers? Yeah, with the antlers. And then we bring it back to my house, and we hang it up in the garage, and we get what meat we can off of it. And Because, like you said, half the body was just mush. So we got what we could, and then I cut off the antlers. And this was in early October, late September sometime. And then for Christmas, I had taken the antlers, and I mounted them on a, a European mount and gave it to her for Christmas. And, oh, and she hung it up circle. in her room. Full circle. You're a monster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was great. It's wonderful. Was the meat salvageable? Yeah. It tasted fine. Now, it's my understanding that now that the law is that if you should hit a deer and you're going to use it, uh, utilize it, that you have to tag it like a deer. You have oh, to have wow. a permit. You have to a permit. So, like, yeah. you call the DNR or... Yeah. Yeah, there's... You get a tag. It's kind of like the incidental tag. You, hey, I got it. And then they give you a permit to take the roadkill animal. But I thought only it, yeah. if you want to take it. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Right. I mean, you, which you, you should if you can. Yeah. Yeah. Use the meat. Might as well. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I want to say before we move on, would you consider what Ryan did to his ex-girlfriend, giving her the antlers, if that was kind of like, uh, uh, you know, that alligator that got your hand? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got his head. <laughs> that is from Happy Gilmore. Yeah, and that's is, there it is. If Happy they don't know Gilmore. that, then yeah, then yeah. They, they don't deserve it. Oh, oh we actually had a video right. for this. Though. Yeah, wait, have you seen it? Did you watch it? No, no, this no. video is great. I got a lot going on, so we're gonna toss <laughs> that video right now. Okay. Oh, off the bridge. Oh no. <laughs> Why is this great, you monster? No. Oh way. my god. They just what? commit suicide. Why? Do you wow. if, you know it's social media. If it's you, social media nowadays. <laughs> everybody's depressed. 
We got people, deer jumping off cliffs. That's not the way to get notoriety. Don't yeah. do that. Why did so that, if you saw that, do you think you should go get the, find a way to get the deer? Can we replay that one more time? Because I don't think it sunk in after one play, to be honest <laughs> with you. That was cool. Yeah. I, well, I don't know. If, I think we should stop <laughs> like, saying it. Oh, that's cool. Oh, my. The buck ah, just leads goodbye. them. Goodbye. They just, they just ju- went for it. They were just running and that's jumped so off a cliff. That's awful. Oh, my gosh. And now they're all dead. And you guys wow. are laughing. And look at the rack on Maybe they were part of some suicide cult. Yeah, yeah, like they don't have Kool Aid in the deer community, nope. so <laughs> you know, like drink the Kool Aid. I don't it. think we there's a good buck or doe pun. I'm trying to think of a good one here, and I don't think there is one. Yeah. Oh dear, yeah, you, the, you got <laughs> grandma. Grandma got ran over by a, <laughs> the timing's already. No, you already uh, grandma had a deer out. land on her car. We said it's I, out. <laughs> move on. You missed your window. <laughs> yeah, that's awful though. I wonder, like, what led to that? You know, that actually reminds me though. They're making uh, and it's working really well. And I forgot what cities. Probably some liberal city, but they they are doing they're <laughs> doing a lot of uh, uh, bridges like nature bridges where like underneath the road bridge there's like a oh, nature yeah, yeah, bridge yeah, yeah, where yeah. it's like they put grass and trees and stuff underneath, and then the animals can walk under there, and then not have to worry about like collisions with cars and stuff like that. And apparently it's working great. Yeah. So that's kind of a, a, a little bit of a neat that's thing. A nice little program. You know, the thing that I don't get is okay. So the deer like everything they're used to. <laughs> Going across the interstate, maybe and they they jump one, get to their side, jump over the side, and they're on ground level the whole time. For them to get there, where they would have jumped off and been that high that they would have died, they would have had to get there in the first place, and they couldn't have jumped over the one wall and gone I up. I think and you're then... reading into it too much. They're still deer. They're not like. Yeah, but how did no, they get up there in like, the first place? The, the geology up that high. Did they walk along the interstate until they got that high? Then they're like, "Oh wow, I wonder what's over there. Let's go look dramatically." I've jumped over walls like this many times. Nothing bad has ever happened. <laughs> so let's just go for it. I don't know. I don't know. That was up. That was a, that was a no cool hands. Video. <laughs> that was messed up. Yeah. AJ loved it. That's cool. Yeah, he said, you guys are way too excited. About I wonder that. if someone. Sad. I wonder if someone used the the. They should have. That would be an instant where I feel like it was the most uh, applicable. Human. They yes. were donating themselves yes. to yeah sportsmen against. They were like sheep, or, or like like the Indians do would do with the buffalo. Do you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, go ahead and talk talk what, about it though. What, what the Indian when we had an insane amount of buffalo in the United States, what the uh, Native Americans would do is wicked they would, smart. Yeah, they would take their would ride on their horses and scare the buffalo off a cliff. Oh, and wow. like herds of them. Yeah, that's how oh, they hunted. Um, that's how they hunted mammoths. That's pretty smart. Yeah, and then they just go harvest whatever they could. <laughs> um, I like that. That's cool. Tip of the Do you week. Have something you want to add, Kyle? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> tip of the week: Look into problematic parts on an animal before harvesting. So um, I have to imagine that goes. That doesn't get thought about enough. No, it doesn't. Yeah. And like when you when you harvest you're a deer, welcome. a lot of times you're like, man, I hope this isn't jacked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you don't really know. Like hope this animal doesn't have nothing. Right. Especially considering we eat everything like pretty rare when yeah. we get it ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, mercury levels in fish. So this is a pretty good graph of the different types of fish. And I wanted to note on there that tilapia is on there under low mercury levels. And I'd like to note that that is wild caught tilapia, which are yes. pretty rare. But um, the thing about tilapia is they're, when they're farmed, they're, like, known as the cancer fish because they're fed um, soy pellets. The and cancer just, fish? Yeah, literally. If you Google They're very Google unhealthy. It, they're ex- Read a book. Yeah, they're extremely unhealthy because they're fed all kinds of awful things. and It's, it's the same thing with um, farm-raised salmon. You should only, if you eat salmon, mm-hmm. farm-raised salmon, you should only eat it once a week. Because so, oh, wow. of I the mercury levels. that... Koi I heard less than that. Would be high on this list then, because they'll eat anything that you put in front of them. Well, I Isn't think yeah. you're the only one out there that eats koi. So, there's that point <laughs> too. Fine. Fine. <laughs> I'm not going to help any more. Then I won't say another word. But this is a good list. Take a look at it because uh, whatever you're eating, you know, you want to stick to that low, that low level on the mercury levels. And also, when it comes to deer or any other animal. Um, what parts should you be looking at, Ryan, when it comes to other critters? Well, like you shot a deer, what should you be checking? There's, out? I mean, I think we have a picture of it of the glands. There's a lot of glands on the deer that you can have to be careful of because that's some nasty stuff to get on. Wow. You. Okay. Yeah. And but don't touch the legs. Don't touch the <laughs> yeah the genitals. I would assume that's pretty I cut, obvious. I cut don't most of these things the, off. Yeah. They rub their face all over trees and stuff to mark their territory. But to, but sense. but to talk about, I mean, what what parts are we looking at? 
you know what I, I'm saying like uh, you know what problematic parts when you say that are you talking about like the health of like you're supposed to check the liver for spots, for instance. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about okay. that or are you oh, talking okay. about what, I see what, what you're what, saying. So what I, like, it's your tip of the week. I'm trying to make you say it. I mean, yeah, you took the lead on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you dove in. <laughs> he, dove, he dove right in. No, kind of what I was going for was like you see this chart and it's got – it's showing you all the glands. Well, if you get that all over you, it's not going to be fun. And I, what I'm kind of hinting towards is like if you're going out for an animal, research it and see if there's something on it that could be something like that that could just – get in the way or ruin the meat what? yeah honest to god though this is something you got to be careful of if you ever walk up and jeff goes to hug you you got to make sure you don't touch he's got this gland on the, the back glands. of his head just you never see it on the it's podcast. called the aqua di geo <laughs> <laughs> is that a cologne joke that was yeah, it's pretty the cologne i'm wearing right nice. now yeah. nice um brought to you by aqua di geo i've actually got a, a funny story that uh, goes with this tip too um my dad got me pretty good Peter uh, Tomio shot a deer, and we went over to help him uh, track it, tracked it, found it. My dad goes, why don't you grab the back legs? Oh, and I was gosh. like, where do I gra- grab? He goes, just grab right there. And there's like that dark tuft that you can see here, and it's called the tarsal gland here. And in that is like this syrupy, sticky Ugh. substance <sighs> that's disgusting, and it reeks. But I didn't know that. And those are like... Like, if you're, like, assessing the deer and you're like, where would it make sense to grab on these legs? These little handles right I here. Would, yeah. yeah. It'd be like, there's a good little handle for me. Yep. So I closed my hands around it and lifted, and uh, um, oh I carried Everyone it. else just backed away. Not only that, I was like, carried it 100 yards, set it down, took a break, carried it another 100 yards, set it down. Oh, did, it you, did you do this after 100 yards? Oh. <laughs> no. No, I did not weight my brow with my uh, stinky hands, but then Your put it in the truck, hand. and I was like... What reeks and everybody starts laughing. They were all in on it. And I was like a little kid. I'm like, you're all monsters. <laughs> yeah, that's mean. You're mean people. But yeah, it got all over me and it reeked. And then my dad was like, that's not going to come off for a month. But I ended up using, uh, uh, to add to the tip of the week, Fast Orange with the little, um, they got like the little. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah that, uh, that pulled it off. And that's also what I use to get fish stank off my hands too. Nice. Yep. yep. Yeah, it works great. Can I, um, can I tell a story about. Um, no. No. The, anal glands on a dog while we were hunting one time oh no i don't know if we can i mean it's not that bad it's just like it's real gross. yeah it's real the fact that it's not inappropriate makes all of us nervous, second tip ahead. of the week okay <laughs> if you're hunting with dogs so our good buddy <laughs> feel like mark Rentschler, we hunt with he's got a german short hair and his dog abby rest in peace um oh. <laughs> r.i.p she had a lot of anal gland problems and so, you know, you have to massage them sometimes to yep. help the dog out. Yep. What and are you talking about? You don't know that? No. That's yeah, true. That's a thing. Maybe yeah. I won't get a dog. Yeah. I mean. I got enough of my own when problems. Scooping. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm just kidding. He was, so he, he was, uh, he had to stand over the dog like this, and he had the butt in between its legs right here, and he's like massaging its butt. So its head is sticking out this way. Okay. And he's massaging Getting it. weird. Massaging it. And then, make sure you're in the camera. Move over a little. I think he, I think he's he it's me. wide shot. <laughs> so he's sitting there massaging it, and all of a sudden it sprays and it goes. Uh, what do you mean it sprays? Oh, no. it, it's what like, sprays? Yeah. It's what like sprays? A, it's what just sprays? like a skunk, like a it pimple just, thing. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? Like a boil? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They get like it's sprayed. And almost, they get like, like backed up. Oh, it didn't hit him. Like it didn't thing. hit him. Oh, oh. so it I'm surprised not like a shark. Was it a shark? Can we say that? Shark? I think you can say shark. My question is. What is what? What did he get sprayed with? I don't know. Let's look was up it, a picture. Was it poop? Was it <laughs> no, he didn't get hit by it. But it like sprayed like right, it went, like arched right in front of his face. <laughs> slow, yeah. slow. No, it, it's. I think it's like a, like a buildup. Ma- imagine like a like. Someone answer me. Okay, we will. It's, <laughs> a gland, it's a gland right near the butt, so it's not so going to smell very. So it's good. not the actual tush. No, uh, it, it's around. It's is it the hole or is it, is it poop or is it not? Someone so tell me. So imagine popping like a really big zit, but it's got some poop mixed into it. Why is there poop in there? Because it's its butt. I think it's close. But see, you're not being clear. Okay. This is it is, is the gland in? Uh, is it because you guys don't near? know? It's around. The is hole. it because you don't know? That's what I need to know. I think or, you're. Or am I we're fr- trying to tell you. Why are you being so <laughs> yeah. I want to know. I'm so curious. I don't, I don't know, know how you have a dog. Why do you yeah. care? <laughs> I don't know how you have never heard of this before. Get back to the anal gland. I mean that was that was the story. That's what happened. But nope. I guess the reason I'm still confused. That's it. What? So there's an anal gland that is not the butthole. 
It can be in the butt. It can be. I, 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 yeah. I don't. Okay, know. so it's not a gland. I think it's like a gland. Yes, it can. Listen, we don't know. It's okay. Like <laughs> <laughs> Google it later on your own time. No, I, 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 I want to know. I found out though that I guess like a long time, like long time ago, dogs used to almost like the purpose of anal glands was almost like what skunks spray for. Mm-hmm. Like okay. that was the purpose of an anal gland, but they don't. It, it's, it's not. It's like a hemorrhoid. I, Thank you, AJ, for making sense there. of it all. That that's it. It's that's all it took. <laughs> you guys had the same picture. It's show, on, it's, show the camera. It's, so they can... it's two, uh, and they're on each side of the the. I don't know if they can the see the right. Okay, now now I feel good about knowing. Thank you, Jeff. Okay, so that little thing. So it got backed up with like infection or something. Yeah, whatever. Something. It gets whatever. It build up. Yeah. Sorry, don't say I don't... whatever. I want to know. You Why guys are we talking about this so aggressively? Why are we not just moving on? I, I want to answer things that maybe other people want to hear about <laughs> instead of this awkward, gross thing that you are fighting for. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So those glands there on both sides. They shoot stuff. Cool. <laughs> so anyhow, it sprayed. Yeah. Was it like poop or was it like, what was it that it sprayed? Discharge. Yeah. Yeah. Did, I, yeah. I, yep. Okay. Good. Why did that satisfy your your needs? Because yeah. that was the answers. You we, guys weren't being clear. I think we've been saying the same thing for a while now. Mm-mm. No. Okay. And I think everyone at home is scratching their heads. <laughs> they, everyone they, uh, at home knows what an, a dog's sigh of relief is. right there. Thank <laughs> goodness we got to the discharge. <laughs> well, we've got a lot of others. <laughs> the funny thing is, because the next segment we're talking about how uh, Meat Eater was attacked by the right wing side this time. And uh, I'm going to go through the like breakdown of that. But it'll be really funny if this is the first podcast Steve Rinella watches and he has to listen to Anal Glenn <laughs> talk for forty sec or like for four minutes before he can get to his entire segment. When we come back, we'll be covering the story that everyone in the outdoor media is talking about right now. Stay tuned. You're a hunter, and because you hunt, you're the world's greatest conservationist. You're a hunterbationist. You do more for wildlife and conservation than anyone. The Sportsman Alliance protects hunters from the animal rights movement. When the Sportsman Alliance gets involved in court cases or legislation, hunters win. Conservation wins. Become a hunterbationist today and join the Sportsman Alliance like we did to help protect your rights against the animal rights movement. Hot Shot Outfitters in Port Hope, Michigan is the destination for whitetail deer, crow, waterfowl, rabbit, predator, and turkey hunts. We have cabins, over 30,000 non-fenced acres, and a passion for delivering fair chase hunts to you and your family. Reserve your hunt at HotShotOutfitters.com today. your mind gets right when your hands are busy you can't point fingers and complain that life isn't fair when your hands are busy you're serving your family your friends and your community when your hands are busy you show everyone what you're capable of the all-new ram 1500 motor trends 2019 truck of the year Hello and welcome back to the Greenway Outdoors podcast. I'm Kyle. We don't do the name thing for the next yeah, round. So not I don't saying know. my name. But I just Je- want to apologize Je- to everyone for the last segment <laughs> where we insisted on discussing yes, anal glands and dogs as a group. As a group. <laughs> just one of us insisted on getting to the truth. Ryan's the one who brought it up. I was just vaguely as a story. And then you dug. <laughs> I wanted to know specifically what it was, but... Social media comment of the week. <laughs> Moving right along. Yeah. The social media comment of the week. Fantastic story. Loveland logos have more meaning than what meets the eye. Truly what separates good from great. I thought that it said Legos. And that was from... Oh, oh that's funny. It doesn't, though. It doesn't, you that's, idiot. Kellen yeah, that, Crow. We'll just move right on from them. Kellen Crow, um, who is an excellent grouse hunter, by the way. Excellent grouse hunter. He, he has dogs and stuff like that, too. Nice. 
Um, but he's a, a big supporter of the show. And in this post, we talked about the backing of our logo. And as you can see in that picture, you've got the Green Bay Outdoors logo on the right-hand side. We've got the green arrow in the middle pointed up in the compass. And uh, that's to signify like moral compass, Christianity, and uh, the green pointing towards God and true north. And then the Green Way Outdoors, the name comes from the fact that my last name's green. But besides that... Um, yeah, that's not na- the nature's only green. reason. Yeah, na- um, conservation, uh, the color of conservation is green. So the Green Way Outdoors in every episode is about a way to do something. So the Green Way Outdoors. And uh, I always thought the logo's is, all-encompassing, uh, right, Jeff? <laughs> I always thought that nice. conservation yeah. was more of like a purple. No. Nope. Nope. Why? No. Nope. I don't, I don't know why he's here, you know what I mean, <laughs> half the time. But, Kellen, thank you for that excellent comment. We appreciate the support, and uh, that logo does mean a whole lot to us, and uh, we appreciate it. Should we, should we bring up the next comment that we don't? The next comment? What was the next comment? Can we bring when, it back up? When are we going to have a blooper reel? Oh, yeah. Oh, and like I, pretty much every I, I replied to that. I replied to that. It says, uh, John McFall said, when are you going to make the Greenway blooper reel? One word, Greenway. Yeah, and I freaked out <laughs> oh, about that drives me nuts but uh especially on that post because i explained but it's okay yeah. but um <laughs> when are you guys going to make a greenway blooper reel to which i replied that's pretty much all of every episode yeah. so we, we're living it have you seen one yet although there it is has. some stuff yeah. that doesn't make the cut that i wish could somehow be presented to people because there is some funny stuff yeah behind the scenes when we make a dvd yeah i think the funny DVD. it won't be a dvd yeah no. wait, 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 when's the last time you watched a, a dvd laser. he doesn't go outside this is what i'm i just about. recently got a tv okay don't <laughs> no, judge me all right we have a tv show we, we were trying to get him to use instagram the other day i don't know what you were you thinking. were we were instagram. oh yeah I, I i was i was like jeff you have an instagram why don't you use it you I, said we huh? were fans <laughs> and kyle says You'd be lucky if you taught him how to use Facebook. Yeah, that's I'm like, true. I was like, I don't do, I don't do social you, media well. Do you want to? I feel like, I, to me, I'm I'm just not a big, flashy person. That feels like people want to know. Shut up. My daily. You're a personality. Stuff. You have to like. You have fans. Yeah, who, like people the, who watch you. You have to. Yeah, they get to see me on the show and a podcast. They're welcome. And, uh, <laughs> leave the fair, some. Leave I guess some we'll take shortcuts. I guess we'll take shortcuts. Yeah, I guess we're the shortcut crew now. <laughs> oh, I guess that's a wrap. <laughs> I guess we're done. Hey, there, we only did forty-one minutes of a podcast. Perfect. That's probably fine. Let's move on. No, I'm just kidding. Um, our good friend, not really, because we've never met him. <laughs> Easy. But Steve and I, yeah, don't get carried away. Wait, wait, wait. Weren't we gonna do another social media thing? What? With How the, you mean? With with the lady who stumbled upon our video and that was somehow our fault. I let Ryan play in the radio show. He butchered it. Yeah, I don't know why. Oh. Well, I don't need to. I, 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 I know nothing about We got, about we got this. a oh, comment on YouTube and it was in it a wasn't. different language. I think no. it was was See, it Portuguese? Even, maybe. Why don't you cool it? All right. <laughs> Here's what really happened. On Instagram, we posted a video. Uh, it was a um, which uh, is so different from YouTube. It was a fishing video. Hit it. To others, people that understand social media, it is very different. Yeah. We posted it. We put a few hashtags in. Didn't tag anybody. But a woman, it was at Portuguese, I'll take your guess on that, commented. I had to translate it. But she commented on the post and said, why would you tag me in these horrible things? If it has to do with hunting and you're hunters, then you're terrible or something. What post was it? It's like, we're sorry that we made something and put it online and you happened upon it and that's our fault. (laughs) I know. It was like. (laughs) It could have been a translation error, though. No, no, no. We we put it in the computer. We took the time. Google nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Google never nails it. Trust me. I used it all the way through high school for Spanish. (laughs) I used to die and it didn't work. But yeah, anyhow, we thought it was pretty funny. Like, we didn't tag this woman. Oh, I see now. We didn't do anything with this woman. And but she's like, how dare you tag me? It's like. We don't know you. <laughs> She's a little off That's the rocker. Funny. But she we're, stumbled upon it and attacked We're us. sorry that you found the internet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Steve Rinella is the host of Meat Eater. Uh, he has a podcast, really? TV show. It's on Netflix, and it's also on um, the Sportsman's channel. I don't know if it's no, still on it's the not. Sportsman's channel. No, it's not. It he's a Netflix original now. Well, that season is, but I don't know about the old season still being on there. But regardless, mm-hmm. before that, he had a show on the Travel Channel called Wild Within. Really? Um, and that was, yeah, it was, uh, I think it ran like seven or eight episodes or something like eight. that. Could be eight. Mm-hmm. And then from there, uh, they canceled it. And then he um, went out and uh, created his own uh, brand, mm-hmm. meat eater brand. Uh, and then co produced it with a company called 0.0 Productions out of New York. They're a very big uh, production company, super high quality company. They make a lot of shows, and meat eater is one of them. They co produced it together. And I'm going to talk about the business side of things because it's something that a lot of people don't understand and I think a lot of people are curious about. So in this 
I, I don't know the exact finances and I don't know the exact numbers. I'm not going to act like I do because I wasn't part of that deal. But nice. the way it works is in those situations is when you co-produce something, ownership is split between the two, the production company and the, the personality slash business owner slash brand owner. So Steve Rennell owns the brand of Meat Eater and he took that to 0.0 Productions who now likely owns a piece of it. And the reason why somebody would do that is because 0.0 Productions can invest a bunch of money into it get it, you know, negotiate the networks, the sponsors, stuff like that, whereas Steve can focus on a lot of the production side. Now, some of those roles and stuff, again, because I'm not, you know, in, involved in that specific deal, but those roles and stuff can kind of be blended where Steve might do more of this and more of that and less of this and less of that, given the exact circumstances. Now, as companies grow um, and get a lot, of, uh, a lot of eyes, big producers and bigger production companies are liable to take an interest in it because they can be pretty profitable. Right now, Netflix, Hulu, all these companies are buying up content. Well, <clears throat> as they're buying up content and content's becoming more valuable, you're getting different people coming into the game that care about money and care about production. So um, Peter Chernin, is his first name's Peter, right, I believe? Yeah, sounds, sounds Chernin right. is the, the, the name. He's a big-time producer. He came in and uh, um, he per I don't know if he purchased part of 0.0 or I don't know if he just invested in the Meat Eater brand, but I do know that the deal was sealed with Steve Rinella regaining full production control over the content of the show. So Steve Rinella is still maintaining that. So what happened was they invested and it's kind of a money investment. Now, Chernin is known as a very large Democrat and he invests a lot of money into um, uh, Democratic candidates. And Steve Rinell has actually had Democratic candidates and different people on his podcast before. Now, here's the thing about the outdoor industry. There's people on the Democrat side and there's people on the Republican side that share the same goals of conservation, protecting state land, protecting federal lands, protecting uh, species and stuff like that. It's not a it's not a if you're on the Republican side or the Democrat side one way or the other. Yeah, the, there's not really teams. No, there's not. There, there's not. And uh, some, you know, there, there's policies that fall one way or the other a lot of times. Yeah. But the big one that sticks out in the hunting and fishing community, especially the viewers of Meat Eater as well as other shows, is the um, the Second Amendment and the uh, the gun laws and stuff like that. Because obviously, if you're hunting and fishing, you're using guns most likely. And uh, well, I hope if you're fishing, <laughs> you're not using guns. Okay, Ryan, I'm sorry. So you can use a bow. Um, we are not going to digress in this. I'm staying <laughs> yeah. focused. So the idea is uh, with the Second Amendment being atta attacked a lot by the Democratic side, there's a lot of people that watch media and a lot of the base and a lot of the people that write articles about hunting and fishing and stuff like that that are very, very defensive over the Second Amendment, as am I. But as is Steve. Steve Rinella is very protective over the Second Amendment as well. So there was articles written and a big attack and kind of like a campaign against Steve Rinella, which is weird because he's like our older brother, even though we've never met wow. him and he's never talked to us. <laughs> yeah. But to me, he's like our older brother because no, he's, he's like yeah. the one who... We look up to him very... Like, we exactly. don't know him at all, but we look up to him yeah. quite And I also understand the industry, whereas the, persons, the person and persons who wrote the articles did not. Um, they don't understand the industry, so they don't even understand what the deal did. So people were upset because Chernin... Uh, put a bunch of money into this program. Let's be honest. Trinan's there for a reason. He wants to make money, right? So he can put money into uh, liberal, you know, candidates and stuff like that and do his own thing. But Steve holds production control, and Steve is a big supporter of the NRA, or not the NRA. Excuse me. I don't know whether he is or not of the NRA. He's a big proponent for the Second Amendment, and he does a lot for the Second Amendment just by having a hunting and fishing show and kind of decriminalizing hunting in general. He naturally does a lot for the Second mm -hmm. Amendment. He's never talked about like adding regulations to guns or anything like that. He doesn't say anything like that. He never has. I can guarantee he probably never will. He does a pretty good job of not being political. Yeah. I, which is, which I, can be hard. It is. It is tough. So many people attack him. And I slip a lot with the political stuff, and I try not to. <laughs> I try not to because I don't want to. I don't. Right now, at this phase of my life and with the Green Bay Outdoors, I don't want to be involved in politics right now. There you now. go. So my goal is to further conservation and whatever side of the aisle, and whoever I have to talk to on both sides to do that, I will. See, because if there's a, right now we have a, a Democrat governor now, okay, and if I can meet with them, and I can talk to them, and help further conservation, why on earth would I not do that? If Steve Rinella can get an investment in a partnership with Chernin, who's a big-time producer who can make things happen, then, and he gets to hold creative content and further his mission, why wouldn't he? 
But it, it brings up the point that I want to make is that we get a lot of emails, a lot of emails every time our show airs. We get a lot of messages. We get a lot of different contacts from people. And I will say this. We are attacked more from hunters and fishermen and uh, the right by far than we are from the left. Yeah. From the vegans and anti-hunters and stuff like that. <laughs> it's always, it's the always the vegans. Yeah. I, uh, from <laughs> people that would uh, possibly oppose us. I'm not saying all vegans oppose us and this and that. What I'm saying is there's two there's there's sides mm-hmm. and it, in it, that sense in, in that sense and and it's not just one side it's like eight different sides that i mentioned but we get attacked from the ones that fall on the right column a whole lot more than anyone else because they're always they're always the police like the bear episode oh aired. my gosh and i got all We've these messages got a thing to say <laughs> i've got all these messages and emails of people complaining because they're like hey you didn't have your appropriate hunter orange on it's like well first of all it was the late season, which I said 11 times in the show. Mm-hmm. There's no deer hunting season going on at that point. Therefore, I did not have to wear hunter orange. Copy and paste the DNR law and send. And then I had to send that over and over and over again to all these people that are like, you broke the law. No, I didn't. Here it is. It's like because they people, just – People love to like the gotcha. Yeah. They're yeah. all, they're all yeah. And, and to be fair, though, there was a couple people that would reach out and be like, hey, I love your show. I really like you. I don't want you to get tinged for, dinged for something. Tinged? Ting. It ain't my ting. I don't want you to get tinged for something. I see that you didn't have orange on. You might have been breaking the law. And then I, you know, I replied a little bit nicer to yeah. them. But it's like, <laughs> it's so, you know, people, so we get stuff like that or, um, oh, you're, um, you're gun this or it's the stupidest stuff. You were aiming your gun at. No, I wasn't. You can see that I was. I mean, just the dumb stuff that we get is yeah. always, to be honest with you, from the right. Like, we get it from the right a lot. Bad messages like this and attacked. And I think Steve, because he's bigger and at the higher level, he receives a lot more from the left, uh, typically, uh, because of his stance, you know, because he's so mainstream, yeah. which we will get to. So what was the drama, though? The big drama was he took money from Chernin, who's a big Democrat. Who's That's a, why who's they're anti- mad? Well, keep in mind, though, he's a, uh, he's put a bunch of money towards uh, politicians that were very anti-Second Amendment and stuff like that. Oh, who cares? So, be- it, it, so because of that, though... His influence on media, like Steve, sold out when he didn't. He wrote, oh he, re- he, re- he retained creative control, so he didn't sell out. But they're like, he sold out. It's going to ruin that show. It's going to ruin the content. And now one of the good guys has gone to the bad side. And it's like, no, he oh didn't. Oh my god! But, but one, it became, I mean, number he, one, there's not a bad side. People just have different views. That is that, just the that most that makes me so mad. Ridiculous that, that thing. We're right and you're wrong, and there's no good about whatever there's, you. There's no listening to what the other. So because he partnered person. with someone that that gives money to. to Democrats or whatever, yeah, and that like, the idiots on the other as side. If, yeah. as Not if, that the other side they're idiots, right. but the idiots because they're complaining. By yeah. the by the way, Chernin um, I believe owns a stake in Fox. I mean, he doesn't care about like he's he does that for the money and stuff. He can put his money wherever he wants. I may disagree with where <laughs> Chernin puts his money, but you mean to tell me we're negotiating with all these different agents and stuff like that? How many of them do you think are going to be right wingers? Like right. Yeah. none. I mean, you have to be able to communicate with people that don't share every one of that your views and be able to insane. meet in the middle. And, and when it comes to conservation, when it comes to hunting and fishing, those are very in-the-middle things. You've got people from the left that are right, you've got people from the right that are right, and you've got people on the left that are wrong, and you've got people on the right that are wrong when it comes to conservation and public lands and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, um, and, and I'm sure that Steve doesn't even care that people are upset. He's like, whatever. Like, actually, this one, good. This one, this one kind of bothered him. Really? He um, responded to it? He did. Oh, okay. I've never seen him respond to, um, to Trash Talk before, Okay. except yeah. for a couple times in podcasts. Well, he was on some pretty mainstream news outlets yeah. saying some this stuff. This went big. This was a viral thing. Yeah, and they like some of the evidence they used, like he got interviewed and some like they were the reporter was asking him about ARs, and he didn't really comment on it. He didn't talk down about it. He said that he doesn't hunt with an AR. Yeah, yeah. Or, he, that's it, all he said. And he doesn't. He said that he doesn't hunt with people who use ARs either. Right. And they twi- none of his friends do. And they okay. neither do mine. And yeah. They, and they twisted it to make it seem oh. like I don't hunt with you because you use an AR. When really it is. How many times have you gone out hunting with an AR? I've never. Uh, oh, I take that back. We did do it pig hunting and coyoting two times in my whole life. Right. Which is a very small amount of time that you've right. spent hunting yeah so it's just not that's not a gun you i you most might people use it, don't right? you might use it for pig and you might use it for coyote you, you, everyone's got their applicable things but steve's a big game hunter he barely goes after those right. things you always see him carrying it does it doesn't a matter shot it, rifle. my okay. dad uses a gun from like the 1800s that's i mean right, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like 
Does that mean he's not a proponent for the Second Amendment? I mean, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, that's he's never co- So, to be clear, Steve did leave a message. Oh, yeah. He did respond to this saying, like, you could tell, too, he's, like, a little heated the way it was recorded. But um, I just, I, I kind of felt, yeah. you know, if we can come to his aid and, you know, for our listeners and the people that tune into our show, if we can have his back a little bit, it's like, listen, you got to be able to talk to both sides here, the Democrats and the Republicans, to further conservation and hunting and fishing. Like, if that's your main goal, he's in that. And he's a big proponent for the Second Amendment. Oh so attacking him because, like, we want to mob ourselves for some reason. I, I, I'm confident that it's more in the outdoor industry than anywhere most, else. Most. I, it's insane. Yeah. I mean, we get attacked every it's day. It's unbelievable. I, th- why more, is, I don't understand why everyone's an expert. They don't no. even know how bad Jeffrey smells. Why do they attack us so much? <laughs> why do you insist on that? I don't People know. People are going to think I smell. <laughs> I think the more I, the I more, smell very nice. I got several comments today. Right? <laughs> you That's actually true. did one. smell good today. Yeah. I one think the here. moral of the story is take two seconds yes. just to shut your mouth and listen. The, just the, listen. The novel, your voice the doesn't always have to be heard. I want to call out one person that, oh, no, I'm off the website already. The we'll, guy, we'll wait. You have to read three hours about something before you're allowed to comment or, you know, like. Yeah. I just, that baffles me. Yeah, I can't find it. But, um. The, the guy that wrote the article was like, it was so long, I didn't read the whole thing because I one? ended up getting bored the one where he was trashing him. Possibly. It's the one your brother sent me. I only know yeah, about I, this because your brother I, sent it to me. Well, this one's on the Federalist. It is that one. It is that one. Sean Davis. Sean Davis. So Sean Davis took the time to write like 10,000 words on this whole thing. It is very long. And he's wrong. Like, he's wrong for the way he did it. Like you said, he doesn't know the industry. Well, it's like cooking up a story that's not existing. You know, wow. I don't I don't really like that. And it's most of the news now. And as a big news person, like as a journalist, it's your job to like know the whole backstory. Like one call to Steve, Mm -hmm. one call to zero point zero productions, one call to the churning group, one call. And you would have got the other side of the story. It didn't have to be this way. But he cooked it up. And look, look, we're talking about him. I said his name. He won. I guess he won. That's bad. You know, just, wow. Go to our Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube pages. We post this podcast on our YouTube weekly. And uh, it's also on our website, thegreenwayoutdoors.com. We've got a brand new site with a lot of cool sizzle reels as well as uh, um, recipes and stuff like that there that you can find. And that new merchandise is going to be coming there soon. Um, the cooking segment for next – I'm going to show the cooking segment for next week's episode, the walleye episode. Um, it's a it's a pretty awesome recipe mainly because Jeff's not in it. and I use <laughs> And I use bacon. So you know it's going to be pretty tasty, but it is. Uh, Jeff's not going to be here. I guess we'll wrap it in bacon. <laughs> That's like the, the, my go-to for recipes. I actually say Jeff's not here, so I'm wrapping it in bacon on the episode. So we're going to jump to that segment right now. We'll hope you'll tune into the Greenway Outdoors on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time mm-hmm. on the Pursuit Channel. Thanks so much for tuning into our podcast, and stay green. For today's recipe, we'll be cooking up honey lemon walleye with bacon. For step-by-step directions for this recipe and many others, visit thegreenwayoutdoors.com. Hello and welcome back to the Greenway Outdoors kitchen. Now, I've got an excellent recipe. Jeff's not here, which means we're cooking with bacon. Let's get started. Line your baking sheet with tin foil. Then, take a half dozen pieces of lightly cooked bacon and make a bed for your walleye fillets. Once your four fillets are in place, take half a lemon and squeeze it over the fillets. Then drizzle them with some melted butter. After that, you'll want to lightly coat them with all-natural honey. Add a couple sprinkles of salt, onion powder, and black pepper to taste. Set your oven to 400 degrees Fahrenheit and place the fillets in for about 12 minutes. Like I said, we're going to use lots of bacon, and I think this recipe is going to be fantastic. It's not as pretty as the one Jeff's does, but that's okay. Do a little last-minute lemon over the top here. Looks fantastic, and I'm going to give this a try. Try just the meat first with a bacon chaser. 
absolutely fantastic. This recipe is far better than any of the ones Jeff put together. So you want to check this one out on our website, thegreenwayoutdoors.com. Also, check us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. Maybe there's an episode you'd like to see. Thanks so much for tuning in and stay green.